Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is September 19th, 2022. And as we do each week, let's begin with a brief moment of silence to link with the worldwide network of triangles and with all those on this webinar today. And we'll follow that moment with a sounding of the noontime recollection. We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. Our work in these weekly webinars is to introduce the work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. So if you are new to this work and resonate with the idea of planetary service, you might want to consider forming a triangle. And if you place your name in the chat box, um, two other people on the webinar will surely agree to form a triangle with you and then you will be part of the daily participation in this visualization technique, which uses the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. So the work consists of simply linking up with two partners each day, no matter where you live, you don't have to synchronize the work by time or space. And so three people link each day as a triangle of light, working together mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed and linked with the larger planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation, a world prayer, is sounded for it's a pur purposeful, and powerful means of releasing the energies into all human consciousness. And so that's, that's it. It simply takes a few minutes each day. And the more the network spreads and grows, the more light, love, and power will be released into humanity. So it's a beautiful um, daily practice. And so today, after the um, meditation, we'll be focusing on the theme of the 40th anniversary of the United Nations International Day of Peace. And we'll be focusing on invoking the spirit of peace. And we have, we're fortunate to have three people here presenting with us, Dot Maver and Wendy Thompson, who have been very much involved in this whole organizational and participatory work of this 99 days of preparation leading up to the International Day. And they are both co-founders of the Global Silent Minute Initiative, which many of you participate in each day. And then our third panelist, you might say, is Michael Linfield, 
who ser serves as board president of Meditation Mount in Ojai, California. And also he's the co-founder of the science of group work. And he's a longtime student of the teachings and a former 14 year resident of the Fintorn community in Scotland. So we look forward to hearing from all of you after the meditation. And right now we'll work together with our visualization. Let's lift our consciousness to the mental plane, visualizing the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And we visualize within that sphere, a triangle composed of the three planetary centers. Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all directions around the triangle from point to point. See the three points of the three centers merging and blending, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed at the center of that triangle, visualize a five pointed star, an indigo star. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past and future, radiating the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize spiritual ener energies radiating forth from the center of the star through each of the five points. London. Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. 
And let's link with the entire group of triangles workers and sound together the affirmation. Radiance, we are in power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. And now we'll hear a few words from Wendy Thompson to open our work. Wendy. Uh, thank you, Kathy. Um, I'm just going to screen share first. Okay. And okay. So, um, Thank you, Kathy, and thanks for the opportunity to share some thoughts on the spirit of peace as we approach the International Day of Peace on 21 September 2022. So before speaking about the spirit of peace, I'll contextualise what I'll say within the triangle of the three worlds. In the Ageless Wisdom teachings, it is said that the art of thinking must be completely and consciously regenerated, but without understanding the three worlds, it's impossible to raise thinking to a new level. This sentence with which I've resonated for many years contains three beautiful ideas. Firstly, it contains the idea that thinking is an art, not confined to particular people who by profession identify as artists, but that the act of thinking and thought making is a creative process whereby we participate in a kind of divine playground where we attune to waves of thought streams we mould, shape and colour those with which we resonate and take responsibility for to anchor into manifestation. Secondly, it contains the idea that the art of thinking is in the process of complete and conscious regeneration. This signals a state in our unfoldment that is bristling with opportunities for a new era. 
And thirdly, it contains the idea that in order to be successful in this regeneration, to raise thinking to a new level, we first need to have an understanding of the three worlds. The initiating world of fire, the fiery world, or the world of spirit, or of essence. The intermediary world, the timeless, subtle world, or the world of the soul, where matter is luminous. And without the need for languages, thought resounds. And the beautiful world of appearances, the most familiar world, the manifest world or outer world into which we all incarnate to anchor spirit into matter. And although we live and move and have our being simultaneously within these three worlds, our relationship between the worlds is not always in balance. Sometimes we neglect or forget or even deny the existence of the two other worlds. So preoccupied can we be with the manifest world. As we consciously embrace an understanding of the three worlds and accept the vital reality of their eternal interpenetrating presence, gates and vistas open to their mysteries and to the spirit of peace. The spirit of peace, when invoked by humanity, participates in this recalibration of our understanding of the three worlds. The spirit of peace is not an abstract idea, but a potent individual, an interplanetary agent who, when invoked, cooperates in the establishing of right balance, of right relationship between the worlds and assists humanity to fulfill its destiny to establish right relationship with all kingdoms of nature. It's hardly surprising that the spirit of peace is also known as the spirit of equilibrium the one who recognises what to balance upon the scales and where the balance is out of joint, the one who knows the causes for the lopsidedness and the one who embodies energies and forces that when released function as liberators and deliverers to bring greater equilibrium or peace into the planetary sphere. These energies and forces originate from the deepest of worlds, the world of spirit, the fiery world. These energies, energies of peace, are new and unfamiliar to our planet. This peace embodied and wielded by the spirit of peace is forged in fire and brings a new equilibrium or balance to the relationship between spirit and matter. 
a new point of poise between the worlds. If the art of our thinking is to rightfully harness this fire of peace, we must embrace a new balance between the worlds. This fire of peace wielded by the spirit of peace is experienced in the heart, the location where the unification of the worlds takes place. The heart is the unifier of the worlds. It is said that our individual hearts are on loan to us for the purpose of this communion in the one heart. If we think about peace in relation to the three worlds, within the manifest world, peace may be thought of in terms of quiet or emotional calm or tranquility or freedom from disturbance or the absence of war. As humanity embraces the reality of the subtle world, we recognize the connections, the continuity and cooperation between the worlds. The silent minute, the DNA of which was birthed on a battlefield in the First World War and brought into manifestation in the Second World War and continues daily at 9 p.m. GMT is one of the myriad of initiatives that strives consciously to strengthen the cooperation between the worlds for global cooperation, peace and freedom. And peace is the crown of this cooperation. When we think about peace in relation to the fiery world, we consciously use the title of the spirit of peace, knowing that we are invoking the fire of peace, the will of peace, the fire of the heart. Many of the images in this PowerPoint are paintings painted by Nicholas Rorick, artist, lawyer, leader, teacher, peacemaker, who drove an initiative to create the banner of peace some 77 years ago, based on an ancient symbol of three small red spheres embraced by a big circle, symbolizing the unity of past, present and future in eternity, or the synthesis of art, science and religion within the circle of culture. During conflicts, the banner is to fly over institutions holding humanity's treasures of art, science and religion to preserve and protect the best of humanity's evolutionary gifts. In 1990, under Mikhail Gorbachev's leadership, Russian cosmonauts took a banner of peace into space to the Mir space station. Just as there was a momentous shift in the consciousness of humanity when we were able to see our planet from space as a single being, here was an intentional act 
to protect humanity's culture, to acknowledge the light emerging through humanity all over the globe. The banner of peace flew in space for seven months and again returned seven years later. And one of the cosmonauts summed up this significance when he said, we raise the banner of peace over the planet in order for the space of culture to permanently displace war and hostility from the planet. We call for the construction of a new spiritual, scientific and artistic cooperation among all people and nations of the earth. These words seem to be the result of the art of thinking, inclusive of all worlds, expressed as they were from a space station within Earth's orbit, and at the same time, from a point of identification within the cosmos. Helena Rorick, Nicholas Rorick's life partner and mother of the yoga of fire, prophesies that the idea of the banner of peace would resonate and be raised over the entire world as the will of individual workers became merged into one current, one flowing river, surging toward the entrance into the great ocean of ideas. And I'm just going to play a very quick clip that encapsulates the banner of peace over the globe. In this 40th anniversary of the UN International Day of Peace, the one day in the year recognized by the UN as holding a point of tension to focus peace, let us consciously invoke the deepest aspect of peace, the spirit of peace, the fire of peace, as we recalibrate the art of our thinking to include all worlds. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you very much. So we'll now work with our meditation, coming together as a group, focusing ourselves upon the mental plane at the center of the Evendarm cross of discipleship. linking in thought as a group soul, a point of love and light 
with all people throughout the world who are also working in this Triangles Meditation Group. You project a line of lighted energy towards the highest center of Shambhala and sound together the affirmation of the will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Lift the consciousness now to the world teacher who stands at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle.
Hold the group mind open and receptive to the inpouring energy of love. Precipitation. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of people everywhere. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness, establishing right human relationships. We link together as a group and sound the mantra of unification. The sons of men are one and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love.
Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Distribution, sounding the great invocation silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity as a channel through which light, love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. from the center where the will of God is known. Let purpose guide the little wills, all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you, everyone. And now let's begin with hearing some words dot, uh, from you because you've been so integral to this whole work of Peace Week. Mm, thank you, Kathy. And thank you, Wendy, for that share. So yeah, coming right up is the 40th anniversary of the United Nations International Day of Peace. And we are intentionally so many world servers around the world, so many groups working with groups. We are intentionally invoking the spirit of peace and anticipating an evocative response. So we've been on a 99-day journey of peace through unity toward a thriving world for all of life. And it began with World Unity Week in June, as many of you uh, on this call know, and it is culminating in Peace Week right now. And as uh, Michael and Wendy and I, all three, will attest to, the momentum has been incredible, the challenges deep and the joy amazing as we have worked through so much as a world group now on the ground actually bringing into the manifest world uh, as wendy shared uh, from the fiery through the subtle to the manifest and really working intentionally both sides of the veil so it is at once esoteric and exoteric, which makes my heart sing. And while the spirit of peace brings an unfamiliar peace to us, we know it's through the language of the heart and it is in the spirit of cooperation. It is peace defined as living in right relationship with self, others, and all of life. So with that, I'll put in the chat if anyone would like to know more about it. And I'm, I'd love to make another comment perhaps a little bit later, Kathy, about the spirit of peace. It, is, um, it takes me to my knees these days. What is happening uh, astrologically on the planet, the shift that is happening? And this Peace Week is we're really coming home to that uh, with this these groups united in intention and purpose, peace through unity. So thank you. And so if people want to participate, you're going to put the links there where they can. Yes, and is it is it ongoing throughout the entire day or what's 24, this good? Pretty much 24, 24. because we're yeah. around the world, yes. Yeah. Italy, there's a 9, 9 a.m. New York and 6 p.m. New York plenary. And there's 1 p.m. New York fireside chat on based on core needs, seven themes that we're uh, doing one a day that we believe if we take a whole systems approach, we can uh, yield whole systems healing. Could you just name those um, seven core seeds? Yes, of course. Uh, soil, living soil, uh, healthy, clean water vitalizing food, clean air, uh, comfortable shelter, physical and emotional safety, and the conditions within which all life contributes its unique purpose and gift. Mm -hmm. 
manifests its full potential. So it's like it's creating this thought form within the mental plane that can then stimulate all of the groups involved, but also all others who are more exoteric in their orientation to tap into this energy. Exactly, Kathy. And what it and this stimulation, which we know the spirit of peace brings to us, the stimulation basically for goodwill, right? Yeah. And and uh, and with that, we are taking a solutions-oriented approach throughout this entire week. So many of the plenaries, there's a, a global coherence heart pulse every day at 5 p.m., which is the time of the actual Global Silent Minute as well, and we open with a Global Silent Minute. And we are realizing with one another what is actually already on the planet. We are solutionaries that can be, uh, made, ra we can raise awareness because these things are scalable. If we can mm -hmm. get our social will uh, to drive our political will and really shift how we govern one another. So I'll put a couple of links in the chat, but the main one is peaceweek.org, peaceweek.org. Right, thank you so much. Um, and now we'll hear a few thoughts from Michael on invoking the spirit of peace during this Peace Week and on the International Day of Peace, which is being held so intentionally by so many people. Would you, just like to share with us a few thoughts on the spirit of peace, Michael. Yes, but first of all, I want to say thank you to Wendy for that heart-opening transmission and naming the potent triangle of the three spheres, the fiery world, the subtle world, the manifested world, but also the three spheres of the banner of peace. And we know the words that, that accompany the symbol. Where there is peace, there is culture. Where there mm -hmm. is culture, there is peace. It's a very profound time on our planet at the moment. And so in just reflecting on peace, I have to start with myself and say, well, Michael, when are you at peace? Or if I ask you, Kathy, when do you feel at peace? Well, at the lowest level, I may say, well, at the end of a tiring day, I've got my feet up and I'm having a cup of tea. I'm having, I'm at peace. Or I'm walking in the silent beauty of a forest. I'm at peace. I'm in deep meditation, I'm at peace. But when I reach into myself and ask myself the profound question of what is peace? For me, peace is a state of consciousness, a state of being that results from me entering into relationship with a deeper dimension of meaning and belonging. And we've been told that those are the two basic needs within our human makeup, meaning and belonging. And I think many of us know from following the teachings that meaning is derived from an inner knowing that there is a greater purpose to life. And this purpose we call the will of God. So let's just understand that it's about coming into alignment with deeper purpose. And I don't think it's an accident that the Tibetan tells us that Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known, is also called the center of true peace. For me, that's a very powerful correlation. The center where the will of God is known is the center of true peace. 
peace is a dynamic state of causality of of beingness that that causes love to express and so when i think of the spirit of peace i'm thinking of a great avatar a great being that's overlighting our earth at this time and is also seeking to take up residence on the earth i i want to say a few more things about the spirit of peace but first what are the conditions that we have to create where can this spirit of peace enter and for me it is the loving and open heart that is the most appropriate abode for the spirit of peace and as we know the first initiation that we as humanity are facing where we're learning that we can't live by bread alone we're told that is when christ is born within the cave of the human heart and so we have to open up the heart and opening up the heart allows the spirit of peace to enter. And I was thinking about the whole doctrine of avatars. Those of us who have studied the Asia's wisdom teachings have read about the doctrine of avatars. And I was speaking about this to a young person a few days ago. And they said, oh, I know all about avatars. Yeah, an avatar is a digital uh, representation of myself when I play video games. And I went, oh, OK. Um, so the spirit of peace, this avatar, is not a representation of anything. It is a presentation. It is a presentation. So when you think of avatar, how it's used in the generations that are uh, emerging on the planet now, it is a digital representation of self. But the spirit of peace is a fiery embodiment and presentation of peace. Its substance is pure peace. And therefore, it can only enter a field that can receive peace. And love can receive peace. Peace generates love. It's the fire of love that um, Wendy talked about, that lives at the heart of all creation, that lives at the heart of each one of us. So I, I was just interested that, that when we think of the doctrine of avatars, it's as though the, these avatars are like great beings that are called upon at times when we need a major systemic upgrade, whether it be the solar system, the galaxy, they're called upon to do the upgrades. And at the moment, we're going through a major upgrade. And that major upgrade is causing all kinds of perturbations in the field. So the peace we seek is the peace that passes all understanding. Understanding to the mind, but not to the heart. The heart knows this peace. So rather than say more words now, I would invite us just to be present in this moment together, linked heart to heart to heart, and into the abode of our group heart and the heart of our one humanity, we invoke the fiery presence that is the spirit of peace. Thank you, Michael. <clears throat> and uh, 
I had asked you if you wanted to share a few thoughts, additional thoughts to what Michael shared on the Mm. spiritual underpinnings of this whole work that you're so dedicating your life to. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Kathy. And as Wendy uh, said in her share also, you know, the Global Silent Minute, as you took us into the silence, Michael, always my heart is so touched by the fact that we are so intentionally working within the three worlds and that the silent minute really is intentionally assisting this realization of no separation between Mm -hmm. the manifest world and the subtle world. And Kathy, what I wanted to share is that the first stanza of the great invocation is meant to be a demand. Yes. We're encouraged to use it as it it will indeed evoke eventually the spirit of peace. That this evocation, it'll bring a, a stimulation to humanity, resulting in an active desire on our part to participate in the expression of goodwill. And that will ultimately make world peace an effective outcome of wise action and the establishment of right human relations, hence the... Hello, I lost your audio. Sorry? Okay, I lost your audio for a second. So hence the definition of peace, uh, living in right relationship with self, others, and all of life. So I'd just like to put that stanza in the field and then make a comment. Let the forces of light bring illumination to humankind. Let the spirit of peace be spread abroad. May men and women of goodwill everywhere meet in a spirit of cooperation. May forgiveness on the part of all be the keynote at this time. Let power attend the efforts of the great ones. So let it be and help us to do our part. And we can play a significant part on the International Day of Peace this year, on this 40th anniversary. We can actually assist with this invocation and use this stanza, which we can help to bring this anticipated evocative response through our united invocative effort. And many of us will be doing this at 12 noon in every time zone around the world on the International Day of Peace this Wednesday, the 21st of September. Great. Yes, I'm sure we'll all be linking with those hourly invocations for peace and light in our world. Yes. It's interesting and surely very intentional that the day for the International Day of Peace was chosen at the equinox and uh, that axis of the fall and spring equinox is is as we know a time of uh, equilibrium between light and dark everywhere in the planet and so it's wonderful to be working with this spirit of peace this also spirit of equilibrium as wendy said uh, on that on this axis you know we could just as well do it on the the April or the, excuse me, the March axis as well. It's the same point, you know? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's a really powerful moment right now. Uh, Michael, I'm sure you can feel it as well within this group that we're all involved yeah. with, right? Absolutely. And the other thing I'd like to say is many of us have got peace poles in our gardens or in our centers. And I know that we often declare, may peace prevail on earth, but think of these peace poles as acupuncture needles mm. in the body of earth, allowing the chi force to come through, the spirit of peace entering the body through these peace poles. That's another way of bridging. And, and so we're doing it in so many different ways because for peace to prevail on earth, it has to show up as fully as it can um, this is not about talking peace. This is about being peace and being in peace and being peaceful together, a peaceful world, which doesn't mean a quiet world where nothing happens. It's a world where there is a dynamic influx of purpose and divine will that creates a field of love in which the plan can be unfolded, in which beauty can be revealed. So the light of peace on, in the manifested world reveals beauty. Uh, that's, that's so beauty and peace all go together, which is why the banner of peace protect, protecting art and the treasures um, reinforces that for me. That, that uh, at a personal level is so powerful that beauty also is an, an outcome of peace. Mm, yeah, Thank you. There's a, there's a hand raised, so I wanted to just... Uh, hello, Joshua? I don't know if you're still there, Joshua. Can you unmute? We can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Hi, everyone. Uh, there's a comment by Matthew Martin on the Facebook chat. I'll read it to you. Okay. says, uh, we can help bring forth divine good by meditation and applying the powers of creative thinking and visualization. Imagine or visualize the world as it can and should be. Focus on one great vision, then affirm and agree to this vision in order to empower it while rating it out to everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Martin. So maybe we could open it up if anybody else would like to share a comment or a question or a thought. And there's certainly many comments already in the chat box if Michael or Dot would like to read any of them or address any of them. And Wendy, if you'd like to share anything, please feel free. I have no more words to add. I just want to hold the field with us all and allow peace to enter our group heart more deeply. Mm, and as we breathe that in, and our hearts are united across distance. Kathy, thank you to Triangles and Lucis Trust for being part of Peace Week. World Goodwill is also part of 
this group intention and sharing groups working with groups around the world we're very grateful and as we proceed you know one of the themes is also may peace <coughs> on earth and it is held as a prayer with the peace poles that you were talking about michael and i'm mindful that on the international day of peace at 8 p.m eastern in the May Peace Prevail on Earth Convergence Room, which I'll put that link in the chat in a moment, at 8 p.m. New York time on Wednesday, we will host a flag ceremony with the group from Japan, uh, and we will close that, we will close the day then with a Global Silent Minute. Great. Are there any comments that you'd like to read or should we end with the spirit of peace coming through our Global Silent Minute? Maybe just one. Giovanna says, the Tibetan says, the spirit of peace does not mean static or emotional calm that puts an end to world turmoil and establishes an era of peace. It mysteriously constitutes the spirit of equilibrium. It acts according to the law of action and reaction, and its activity will inevitably be recognized. Uh, thank you, Giovanna. And, and it, it is, I'm going to submit that that is what we are experiencing right now to some degree, and may it continue. And God, I'm reminded that when the forces of uh, light and dark are equal in tension, then the doors swing open and the rider from the secret place issues forth. So, Dot, would you like to lead us in the silent minute? Wendy? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so really continuing with the silence that um, Michael has given voice to um, the presence of it. So we're dedicating this Global Silent Minute to the International Day of Peace. And we're offering to invoke the spirit of peace or the spirit of equilibrium for the restoration of global cooperation, peace and freedom within the manifest world. The power of silence is greater than we know. It is in silence that we experience unity in silence's action in sacred communion. So let us prepare to enter more deeply into the silence. So with a deep breath, we activate the spirit of peace, the fire of peace, in our hearts. 
and we unite our fiery hearts across distance. around the globe and across the veil. As we hold the shared intention to restore right relationship among all life and to realize peace and a fiery equilibrium on earth. As the Tibetan bowl sounds, we enter our minute of silence's action in sacred unity, in communion, in the one heart. Thank you all. So we'll end now and extend our gratitude to our presenters today, Wendy, Dot, and Michael. Thank you. <laughs>